thousands of people gathered to celebrate George Floyd's life at a public memorial in Houston. Yeah, I mean, there are so many people that um, that showed up to pay respects to George Floyd's life. And um, I think this just really speaks volumes into how many people were really affected by his tragic death. I mean, I don't think there's any surprise. I expected this many people to be there. Yeah, it's also open caskets are remarkably eye-opening a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. it just it's you see the victim in a way that's so much different than hearing stories and hearing from the family about their grief. It's remarkably sad and people need to to experience to understand the pain that everybody's going through and seeing this happen is is one of the strongest ways unfortunately yeah absolutely and take a look at this powerful image of support from yesterday's protest in la the drone shot was captured by photographer ron kurakawa i mean this, this shot image was so un. I'm so proud to be a part of this generation. I mean, I've seen this image countless times on Instagram, and no matter how many times I see it, I'm like, holy Like, all of those people went out to support. It's chills. You literally have shivers. I mean, the signs, the amount of time people spent to get out there, it's... It's a very cool shot that I think will be, you know, obviously a part of history. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the people uh, there, and it's not just black people, it's everybody, you know? And that lets you know, like, there is, um, you know, I feel like years ago, like in 2016, when there was all of this protesting in Ferguson, um, I know that a lot of black people felt like we were out there by ourselves, that we didn't have huge allyship, um, that we were kind of alone, and that people weren't necessarily listening. And I do feel like right now there are people who are listening, who are watching, who are paying attention, and who are willing to, uh, you know, put their feet on the pavement as well. So to see this image in L.A., mm-hmm. um, you know, with I think the biggest protest that's happened so far and that it was peaceful. You know, that's the really thing people need to understand is like you hear all of these things about looting and rioting. This was completely peaceful. Yep. And with all of those people, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that police decreased their, their presence, that, you know, the National Guard is leaving the city and that they're letting people be able to express their frustrations without mm-hmm. making them feel like they're the criminals. And it's really cool to see that the protests are getting not only bigger, but they're continually evolving and becoming more effective. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. and so many people, I mean, came out to show their support. I mean, Issa Rae, Kanye, Michael B. Jordan, Machine Gun Kelly, Nick Cannon, Camila Cabello. I mean, so, I mean, the celebrities are also really taking to the pavement, which I think is a, is a really good thing for them to be doing. You know, not just tweeting and talking about it, but actually showing up and being supportive. I think that's great. Yeah, and I mean, everybody shows their support differently. So there might be some celebs who aren't protesting, but they are lending their dollars and their voice. So, you know, everybody is is really showing their ways and in, in, in implementing it in different ways. But I do think, especially people with these platforms, when they're out there and they're talking mm-hmm. and you have someone like Michael B. Jordan who is saying like, hey, I'm going to start with my production company. I'm, I'm no longer hiring police to be security. We're going to do private security so that this money can be allocated to some other place. When he's challenging these organizations and networks to make sure that not only are they posting, but they're hiring within and putting their money where their mouth is. Like these are important messages. Somebody like Issa Rae, who has such a powerful show, who, you know, Insecure is trending every Sunday night. It's such a it's such an amazing show mm-hmm. that showcases being black in LA that she's out and she's protesting. Like these are real changes that people need to see. Mm-hmm. Speaking of yep. Issa Rae and Insecure, Nina, I saw you <laughs> talk about this on your Twitter last night. You quote retweeted someone. Apparently the only liked tweet, and this is real, I double checked this morning, the only liked <laughs> tweet is by uh, of Donald Trump 
is of a tweet that says, this is how I wanted tonight's episode of Insecure to end Damn Molly with a gif of two characters from the color purple sitting in a field of flowers pleasantly. It's insane. The account that posts... I saw the tweet and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke, so I went to his Twitter and it was the only like tweet. I have no idea what world we're living in. You guys, we are in the upside down. This is bizarre world. If Donald Trump is watching Insecure, I don't even know how to like process that mentally what the is going on um also over the weekend beyonce spoke out about racism and sexism in the music industry during youtube's dear class of 2020 virtual graduation the killings of george floyd ahmaud arbery brianna taylor and so many others have left us all broken it has left the entire country searching for answers We've seen that our collective hearts, when put to positive action, could start the wheels of change. The entertainment business is still very sexist. It's still very male-dominated. And as a woman, I did not see enough female role models given the opportunity to do what I knew I had to do, to run my label and management company, to direct my films and produce my tours. That meant ownership, owning my masters, owning my art owning my future and writing my own story. I mean, she just, it just, that just speaks to how brilliant she is. Yeah, it would be insane to have Beyonce in your family. Like, just knowing that you have that role model at all times. I mean, she's she's, uh, constantly, I think, proving herself as more than just a musician. And I think she's right in that there aren't, before, uh, you know, her and some of the other really incredible female musicians who've turned into CEOs and business owners in a massive way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who she would have looked up to to try and emulate a career from. And now she's given that opportunity to so many young girls. Yeah, and I mean, I think there, were, there were a lot of people, you know, who, who came before Beyonce who obviously helped pave the way for her. But I think in that ownership, that's truly important. And I think, you know, especially, you know, when, when you're an artist, when you're a TV host, when you're, you know, in the entertainment industry, a lot of the things that you do aren't yours, you know? So I think that that's really important that she talks about mm-hmm. how important that is to make something yours. You know, also for this event, there was Barack and Michelle were there. They were speaking, mm-hmm. you know, Taylor Swift, Meg Thee Stallion did a performance. So this was all, you know, this was a collective effort for uh, the class of 2020. And I think it's really something really special for all of them. I know that maybe their plans got a little sidetracked with coronavirus, but I mean, the the virtual graduation speeches that they got from some really important people were really, they were a treat. They were a treat. Uh, And we also have to talk about Terry Crews' controversial tweet. He wrote, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. (laughs) Hmm. I reread this so many times this morning, I still do not understand, like, what he is trying to say. I, I just don't. There's there's not even a such thing as black supremacy. It's not even a I, That's what I was going to say. Does thing. that exist? Like, he literally just right. made the up. And he's not even talking about allyship, though. He's talking about black people taking over, right? He, his, his tweet, first of all, his tweets contradict themselves. I don't know what he's talking about. I feel like his wife needs to take his phone. Like, yeah, of course we're in this together. Like, what the hell are you even talking about? Statements like this are really not helpful because there's progress being made and pundits and and people from the extreme right who are, and I'm not even going to say the right, but people who just are kind of trying to debunk this whole movement 
will use tweets like this as bait. Like, see, this is what's going to happen. Black supremacy mm-hmm. trended all last night because he made these stupid, stupid remarks. Yes, we need equality. That's like the basic. Mm-hmm. So for him to even mm-hmm. say that and, and talk about black supremacy is so far left field that it really makes me wonder if he's okay. Right. <laughs> he's just got too much muscle. It's like you can't be a political genius and have that much muscle. It's impossible. Like it's this, clouding his like, tweeting ability. Take his, somebody give him a flip phone and, and keep him off of social media for a little bit because this is just, <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? His traps uh, are cutting off oxygen to his brain. Yeah. I, I get it. Uh, I know where he's coming from because, you know. Our advice uh, from us to you, Terry, just don't tweet anymore. Uh, Okay, we have to take a quick break, but stay with us when we come back. The millions of dollars in support for Breonna Taylor's family and the stars who are donating millions for change. Welcome back. Breonna Taylor's death has sparked outrage and a social movement. This past Friday would have been her 27th birthday. Alicia Keys was just one of the celebrities honoring her. Happy birthday, Brianna. Happy birthday to you. Brianna's GoFundMe reached over $5 million in just five days. More than 180,000 people donated money to fight justice for her. I mean, now is definitely a time that people are coming together. I mean, this is, I mean, $5 million in five days. I mean, that is a tremendous amount of money. So that just shows, I feel, at least some of the progress that everyone's trying to make. Yeah, let's just make sure that the progress goes towards, um, you know, getting the officers who shot Brianna to uh, to come to justice because there still have been no arrests Mm -hmm. made. So she was shot eight times and in the middle of the night and... They had a no-knock warrant, and so she lost her life not even knowing who was coming in her home. And I think that it's important that this is, you know, this case has been brought to justice. I know the FBI has announced that because of media inquiries, they are now investigating, but still no arrests have been made. There needs to be repercussions. When something was done wrong by somebody in any profession, they need to face repercussions. Absolutely. And these police officers... Clearly have not yet, and hopefully this FBI investigation mm-hmm. will bring some of that stuff to light. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's even taking media inquiries for them to even launch an investigation, and the whole thing is just so backwards. So hopefully these people will be convicted and charged and convicted. Okay, so stars are stepping up and donating in a major way to support the cause. Michael Jordan has pledged $100 million to Black Lives Matter Foundation to improve social justice. Kanye West, who marched in Chicago, created a college fund for George Floyd's daughter and has donated over $2 million. Jay-Z has lent his private jet to Ahmaud Aubrey's legal team who were stuck and couldn't get a flight for a court hearing they were supposed to go to. And BTS donated $1 million to BLM and their army supported by matching with another one million dollar donation yeah the uh, bts army isn't only donating money they're like ruining white supremacists on twitter they right really now are. every time there is a racist hashtag they jump on and just start tweeting things about just their favorite characters from shows yeah. and it is so funny to see because every time you go to a black lives matter post it's effective and you get to see the message and experience what they're trying to tell you and every time it's a racist one 
they get nothing. The BTS ARMY, man, I had no idea that they had this type of range, but I love to see it. Yeah. yeah, it's real. I mean, BTS doesn't play. I mean, we've talked about them in the past. I mean, their fans really step up. I mean, the fact that they matched $1 million to the $1 million and had now a total of $2 million to donate. So good on them for doing that. I love the large donation by Michael Jordan, where if you watch The Last Dance, you know that in the past, he has not been a very political person. And mm-hmm. I think as we see with everybody, including a lot of white people, This is the time to stop any of that shyness or stop any of those reservations like he has. And he's put up, I mean, this has got to be one of the largest donations to this cause by an individual. And it's incredible to see. Yeah. And in surprising to no one news, once again, the Bachelor franchise is being called out for its lack of diversity. And starting today, there's a social media campaign calling out ABC for not being inclusive. I mean, I feel y'all know. I have, right? I mean, I've been at E a few years, and I think on every show on E, I have said I do not support The Bachelor. I have not been a fan right. of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, because I don't feel like it's a show that showcases diversity. I have been very adamant about my non-support for the show, but it's just like the fact that Rachel Lindsay has only been—they have had one black one. contestant um, who's been, you know, headlining for being The Bachelor, Bachelorette in over 30-some-odd seasons, is out of control. When you don't act with diversity in mind and have an open pool of people to choose from, you end up with Peter. And that's on you, Bachelor. You did that to your viewers. Right? I mean, I have so many friends that, like, gather together yeah. and, like, watch that rose ceremony. It, it bores me in general. I mean, and just to, to further that with the lack of diversity, I mean, it's it's they've had one black bachelorette. They have not had a black bachelor. I just don't know how they've gotten away with doing that for so long. They haven't gotten away with it in the black community. We have long since criticized the show and not not watched or supported because of the lack of representation that they kind of willfully do. So, you know, the fact that people are putting their feet to the fire about it, I think it's important because it's not about trashing the show. It's about saying that you are you are basically in all of these seasons have not you're telling us that you haven't been able to find one black bachelor uh it's it's just kind of to me that seems intentional it doesn't seem like it's by accident it seems like it's by design mm-hmm. And this has been a lot for everyone of all ages to process. So CNN partnered with Sesame Street to try and help little ones better understand. They look upset. Are the protesters sad? They are sad and upset, and they have every right to be, Elmo. People are upset because racism is a huge problem in our country. Racism is when people treat other people unfairly because of the way they look or the color of their skin. Not all streets are like Sesame Street. On Sesame Street, we all love and respect one another. Across the country, people of color, especially in the black community, are being treated unfairly. I I, I said this to Nina earlier on on Daily Pop. I mean, I was like, a lot of adults just need to watch this as well. It's very clear. It's very eloquent. You come away learning a lot. It makes it very easy to understand. I think they did a really good job. I mean, it's so, it's like sad to me. And like, I don't know what my feelings are for it. It's the sweetest way that I think I've seen um, it explained. 
And I know that there were some critics who were saying, you know, this is not the place. But I feel like there are people who always feel like it's never the time to talk about racism. Like, you know, it's never the time. It's, yeah. This is not the right time. This is not the right place. But for little black kids, like those conversations are unavoidable. We're having them with our parents at those really young ages, especially those vulnerable ages where you may have somebody say something to you on the playground or you don't understand why you're being made fun of because of your hair, because you look different. I also think programming like this in households where race is just never talked about, maybe, again, it's parents who don't think that they're racist and the kid doesn't know what racism is. It's just never addressed. And that kid is now fully vulnerable to whatever influence comes into his life first and strongest. I think Sesame Street is that for a lot of kids. It explains yeah. good values at an age where you are a sponge. Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why it's lasted for how many seasons now? I mean, it's been on the air for, I think, as long as I've been alive, if not longer. So they're clearly doing something right. All right, we need to take another break, but we'll be back with some random news from quarantine next. Welcome back. So this is our awkward attempt to segue into some lighter news. We'll see if it works. Okay, so apparently CNN's Chris Cuomo decompresses from the news by hanging out in his garden totally naked. He accidentally crashed his wife's yoga session on IG Live, and thank God for screen grabs. He had to do this on purpose, right? I I, I don't believe so. I think just, he just wanted to, to be funny. I think That's he was free balling in his yard. That's a funny thing to me. Like, if I was uh, a husband, I would do that. A thousand percent. Absolutely. But what a perfectly placed railing, by the way. (laughs) I mean, that's That's the only thing that makes you question, like, was this on purpose? But, I mean, apparently this happened at the end of May and it's going viral now. So, I mean... I mean, this apparently is definitely it was getting taken another down. Check. Like, she posted it and it was taken down. So I don't I don't know if, if it was intentional. Either way, I'm dying laughing. It's hilarious. Um, another way to decompress when the lockdown ends, how about going on a wellness retreat? Lost Resort is TBS's new reality show that follows nine strangers exploring alternative therapies. Welcome. In this retreat, we're going to work through the healing journey. We've got to cleanse you with heavy energy. This is a life-changing experience. Immediately, I roll. We're in spiritual surgery right now. I don't think I can do this for three weeks with my mother. A healthy person can express rage. This crazy as hell. I need to leave. I don't want to do this anymore. Hunter would so do something like this. No, I would not. He's so critical of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's, uh, listen, I think that there are certain things. Like, I love the idea of doing, like, a silent retreat. But as soon as there's 15 cameras around you and you have a microphone on you, it's no longer therapeutic. You are providing somebody else profits. And that's fine. You get a little virality out of it yourself. But to me, the part that just makes this really funny is that they all did this based on how filming works. It had to have been before quarantine. So they finish this beautiful retreat, and then they go into a pandemic. They go into a full-on protesting country. There's no way you hold on to these (laughs) values you learn if you go into a hellscape right afterwards. (laughs) 
I, I just also, you know, when, when I see stuff like healing and then I see a reality show, because we all know with reality shows, everything is amplified and they put people in situations that they wouldn't normally be in. Everything is just so extra. So it just doesn't, I mean, this is definitely for entertainment purposes. I'm, I would never look to a show like this to gain any type of perspective or healing. Um, and if you're needing more motivation to work out, allegedly you can orgasm from it. Fitness influencer Beck Donlin says her followers have had corgasms from doing her intense ab exercises. Core play, I like it. I I I don't work out that hard, so I, that has never some, that's not something that's ever happened to me. That is an interesting way to get people to work out. You know, like they're really tapping into something for a lot of us, being like, "Do you want both of those things at the same time?" I just don't know why you would want and both at the same time. Like, aren't you usually trying to focus when you work out? Right? Uh, kind of. Oh well, this sounds <laughs> probably. I feel like this is I'm the wrong alley. <laughs> I'm the right demo for this. Do you guys ever, when you're stretching or working out, like get a get a tiny bit aroused ever what? from the endorphins going through your body or anything? No. <sighs> and no. me neither. And that's what I'm trying to say is no. I think that's gross. And uh, anybody who yeah. does, who said yes to that at home, you're disgusting. <laughs> Check yourself. <laughs> yeah. On that note, thank God we're out of time. But we are back Wednesday at 11.30 p.m. So we will see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.